0: The following announcements have been paid for by the sponsors of the Hameen Media Group. Hameen Media Group brand management is taking over. Social media, video, audio, design, marketing, and more. HMG brand management is proud to be partnered with Vince Russo's The Brand, Stevie Ray TV, Rip Rogers' FR Podcast, Goldilocks, Big Vito Brand, The A Show starring Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, and now, Angelina Love in Velvet Sky, the beautiful people. Search for all of our HMG brand management partners on your favorite podcatchers, YouTube, and of course, Patreon. Support your favorite HMG ring veterans by visiting ProWrestlingTees.com, Dr. Man Beast Ted McNaylor, Rikad Papadon, SCG Search from Big Sal, Chris Silvio, Stevie Richards, and of course, the Ayatollah himself, Ben Hamine. Hey, bro. Wake up with the official Vince Russo coffee from Broaster's Coffee. Medium roasted, Nicaraguan blend with chocolatey notes and a smooth finish that'll have you ready to go, bro. Available only at thebroasters.com. For a flavorful hashtag RBV fitness foodie experience, visit Zorro's olive ultra premium Extra virgin olive oil is exclusively sourced from the Zordos family private 100-year-old olive groves in Greece. Taste the difference and visit Zordosoliveoil.com today. StevieRichardsFitness.com For the most affordable and effective home workout program that will give you results, real results. 12- and 16-week resistant band programs are available for instant download now at StevieRichardsFitness.com Russo'sBrand.com Where the pros are pros, bro. Get the most valid takes in wrestling from the pros who live it. Visit RussosBrand.com. Subscribe to Hacker Hameen and Hameen Media Group on Podbeam.com. And visit Patreon.com backslash Hameen Media Group. We now take you to your featured HMG presentation. Morons. It seems like they're
1: everywhere you turn. Every single day they invade the headlines, another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme, another social media simpleton going viral, another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity, or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels, to the humorless hacks in Hollywood, to the pea brain politicians pulling the puppet strings, everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life.
2: And Joe Biden still gets to sleep in the White House.
3: Amazing. He, I bet he wakes up every morning and he has no fucking idea why he's there. <laughs> he's, like, he's just like, whoa, whoa what, what do I do? Hey, hey, I'm at Barack's. Barack's first sleepover! Oh, oh no. man, I hope I hope we got I hope we got lots of pizza and hot dogs. And, and he he's a very special guy.
4: He, he's called a minor attracted person. An M A P. Free
2: speech should no longer be allowed.
4: I'm an anti
1: short and stout. Don't mind me, it's my very small Well Jay and Anissa have had enough Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting They're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week Because it is time to go to war The War on Morons!
3: It is Tuesday, March 16th, 2021, and this is episode 72 of The War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa. And welcome to the only show online where we speak truth
2: to stupidity every single week.
3: That's right. Every single week. Unlike the so-called leader of the so-called free world, we come out of the basement more than once a fiscal quarter.
2: Yeah, I mean, crazy, isn't it? I mean, every Tuesday morning, you guys can tune into the audio feed at homimediagroup.podbean.com or the video feed at tv.gab.com. And no matter what's going on in the world, we'll have about an hour and a half of idiotic insanity for you. Yeah,
3: not that I'm saying that makes us, you know, special or anything. I mean, you know, if you if you subscribe to Hami Media Group, if you get on Gab, and, and if you don't... And you're a fan of the show. I'm telling you, you're missing out. You know, I've said it a million times. Cancel cable. <laughs> you know, there's a ton of great content out there. I mean, on HMG, I love hitting the marks. I love right opinion. Um
2: Yeah. And I mean, don't forget about the suck my ball South Park pod. I bet those guys have plenty to talk about now with that new vaccine
3: special that just dropped. I mean, they... They better not talk about that, though. They'll lose their YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, with that said, they can't talk about that for another 10 years because even though they do a, a new episode every single week, it's, like, in chronological order. And they're uh, still on, like, season three or season four or something. And, uh, I forgot about that. I mean, how how many freaking episodes of South Park are there? How many seasons?
2: I can't even count episodes. I would yeah. say there's probably, like, 20-something seasons, which, I mean, Yes. If I'm calculating this right, it is definitely making your point. Exactly. So. <laughs> that
3: is making my point. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't exactly exactly going there, but um I mean, my original point is smart-ass amateur comedians like us and all the great content creators on HMG and, and Gab TV and frankly, everywhere else, you know, if we can come out week after week, in some cases, day after day <laughs> and never run out of ground to cover or things to say, guess what, people? I mean, you know... Like, how come our unelected Chinese butt puppet of a president can't do that until like? I mean, it took him fifty days. It took that moron fifty days before he finally made a primetime address to the nation. You know, wow. like, and and then that was the best he could do.
2: Yeah, I mean, look honestly though, I don't know what you expected. Don't you know how hard it is for Joe to stay up past his bedtime?
3: Uh, they had to. They, I'm sure they had to shoot him up full of something, <laughs> you know, and, and then he he came out and was like, I mean. I, I'll admit I didn't watch his stupid speech. Did um, anyone? I oh, actually he, he he broke records. Really? Yeah, he got. Um, I think he got over seven thousand live viewers.
2: Out of a country filled with how many people? <laughs> millions I, it, and millions.
3: It, it, he had eighty quadrillion people that voted. No, I mean they they say he had over eighty billion people <laughs> that voted for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seven thousand viewers. Right. I mean, I, it all adds up, people. Jesus. I mean, a fat girl can play can. can, can can play a video game on Twitch and get 7,000 people to watch. Um, But yeah, yeah. Joe came out and and said something like, uh, you know, if we submit to tyranny, um, you know, if, if we all submit to tyranny, maybe he'll let us have a hamburger, maybe even a hot dog, maybe even we can light a sparkler. Ooh. With a small gathering on Independence Day. You know, not not your whole family or anything. No,
2: no, 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 no. Just just enough yeah. to celebrate freedom.
3: Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No wonder nobody watches that asshole.
2: Which goes back to what we were saying. I mean, hey, if it takes you a month and a half to get your notes together for a 20-minute speech that nobody watches, you just not might not be cut out for the job there, Joe. I mean, nope. really.
3: Maybe we should make Trey Parker and Matt Stone president.
2: I mean, at least neither of those guys has dementia,
3: <laughs> and as far as I know, neither one of them is a pedophile, uh, or you know, at the very least, they're not dumb enough. To molest any kids on camera
2: goes back to that dementia-ridden freezing, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. So you know, way more than than you can say about uh, about moron Joe,
2: right? Yeah. Well, you know, if it weren't yeah. for all the election fraud, that should have pretty much been Trump's entire campaign strategy. Like, that's all he would have needed to do, really. Basically, just the Frank Reynolds strategy from the beauty pageant episode and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Really? Oh
3: my God! Yeah, that would been that'd been great during the debates, like like Chris Wallace or or. Who Whoever, you know, they're, they're, they're asking them the questions, you know, those, uh, those wonderful, unbiased questions right. like, uh, uh, President Trump, uh, do, you, do you renounce white nationalism <laughs> or whatever they're going to ask him? And then he'll just ignore the question. Yeah. Uh, Chris, uh, I'd, like to re- I'd like to record that uh, – I can't, I can't do a Trump, but yeah, <laughs> I'd like to record to show that my opponent gropes little girls and sniffs their hair live on C-SPAN. As your president, I vow to continue not diddling kids at the White House. Uh, Mr. President, your time. And now, I'd like to sing a song. Starts doing his dance. Oh, yeah. I love his dance Do, Do not diddle, kids. It's no good diddling, kids. I wouldn't do it with anybody younger than my own daughter. No little kids. Oh, my God. Actually, those lyrics are really apropos for Trump, aren't they? Oh, that is. (laughs) Don't know how
2: much better that is, to be honest. Oh, God. Uh, um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, Trump has the moves, but I don't know if that would have been the greatest uh, strategy. Maybe he should have just had Rudy come out and sing it for
3: him. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, Yeah. Rudy. Rudy the mayor. You know, he kind of has that look yeah, uh, of the Frank Reynolds for that episode.
4: <laughs>
2: I mean,
3: I love the guy, but, um, I mean, if anybody's in need of a, of a freaking makeover, just.
2: <laughs> I mean, come on. What's he supposed to do? Call the queer eyes for the straight guy people? Come on.
3: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We gotta have a few of them on our team, right? Maybe, uh, maybe hit up Milo. Milo I I heard uh I heard Milo found Jesus the other day.
2: I don't even know who you're talking about. Uh,
3: you know the 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 grifter they Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, we're on Gab TV. Milo he's not a grifter. I'm sure that's not bullshit at all. Um no, but a- anyway, uh, maybe he heard that Jesus is controversial now and he wanted to jump on board before um uh, you know, before Jesus gets canceled.
2: Wait. Jesus? I mean I I heard about Pepe Le Pew and Speedy Gonzalez, but I must have missed the news about Jesus.
3: That might have been one of the most sacrilegious sentences we've had on this program. Yeah, there's been a lot too. I mean, (laughs) you're like, "Ah, yeah, there's a couple of cartoon rodents, you know, a rapey skunk and a Mexican rat, (laughs) and then there's your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, they're pretty much a faction now. Degeneration canceled at WrestleMania. They're gonna, they're gonna. They're going to fight the new day. Pepe oh, okay. Le Pew, Speedy Gonzalez, and Jesus.
2: Give me a break. Give me a break. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the most sacrilegious thing out here right now is trying to cancel the Son of God. Okay. All
3: right. All right. That's fair. No. No. Okay. So this is the latest. It's apparently it's going around on TikTok. I, it's it's so new. I didn't even get it into the into the stack. Um, so basically, the cancel mob found a Bible verse that they're saying proves that Jesus Christ. Was a racist
2: I mean look He made it 2,000 years It's been a good run been a-
3: <laughs> I hope the BLM tries to topple that big ass statue down in Brazil
2: Oh shit
3: You know the, the one in Rio That the- would like
2: cause an earthquake
3: <laughs> Like remember when the guy got his head taken off By the monument in Virginia last summer like, imagine what a hundred-foot-tall Jesus can do to a crowd of, like, Antifa and BLM rioters.
2: You've heard of Christ the Redeemer. Now meet Giant Jesus Christ the Crusher.
3: Giant Jesus Christ the Crusher. <laughs> now that sounds like a wrestling gimmick. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We, we're rambling now. Yeah, we are. This It's been fun, though. It's been fun. Yeah, we should probably get to the headlines, though, before. Yeah, all right.
2: Well, why not? <laughs> now, of course, before we do, let's just quick give out the number, because we really do want to hear from our listeners and viewers. We'd love for you to be a part of the show. So give us a call at our hotline, 813-906-9099, or email us at thewaronmorons at com, Or, of course, leave a comment down below in the chat. Join in on the fun.
3: And now, because dumbassery doesn't wait and insanity's contagious, it's time for the stack of stupidity!
2: All right, well, (laughs) let's start things off out in California, where residents are fleeing by the hundreds of thousands in order to escape sky high taxes, draconian lockdowns, energy blackouts, the expensive cost of living, failed social policies, wildfires, crime, drugs, radicalism, Uh, mudslides, you get the picture.
3: I mean, Sounds like paradise. It
2: does. Just yeah. another day in paradise. Anyway, <laughs> the town of Petaluma has come up with a novel way to maybe keep some of that taxpayer base from backing up the house and heading to Texas. Uh, they've just banned gas stations. Uh-huh.
3: You will never leave town now. Trapped forever. <laughs> I mean, are you sure they didn't just do this because they're sick of paying four bucks a gallon or, or five bucks a gallon, or whatever, uh, whatever Joe <laughs> has it cranked up to these days?
2: And it's actually even more ridiculous than that. So the people of Petaluma voted for this. (laughs) I mean, you
3: ever heard that saying? You know, give the people what they, what they, it's. Careful
2: what you wish for. Yeah, (laughs) careful what they wish for. for.
3: (laughs) Democracy is, is giving the people what they ask for. And giving it to them good and hard. Yep, yep. You get get what you ask for, Petaluma.
2: That's damn right. (laughs) It's a city of about 60,000 people, and they're about 40 miles outside of San Francisco. So basically what they've done is they've voted to ban any new gas stations from being built, any existing stations from being relocated, remodeled, expanded, or anything because of climate change.
3: Well, I mean, at least it was their own dumbass choice. You know, I I hope that every gas station in town kind of just reads the way this is going and just leaves. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I would, you know, just let the people run out of gas, let them shred their tires, you know, everything in between. I mean, gas stations aren't just for gas. You know, like nothing they can do about it either. They they voted for this shit.
2: Yeah. Where are you yeah. going to get your Takis at 3 a.m.?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Yeah.
2: Okay. And I mean, better yet, there's going to be, you know, maybe one single station that does stay in business. Right. You know, maybe one holdout. Right. They'll see the opportunity. They'll jack up the prices to like 10 bucks a gallon. Mm. Don't like it. Too bad. They'll never clean their bathrooms. Don't like it. Oh, well, they won't do any maintenance on the shop at all. Not that they're allowed to, but hey, you know, it's, 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 you know, that's the law.
3: Yeah. And and like, you know how, like when you're driving through like, like West Texas or, or Arizona or like, like parts of Nevada, you know, like pretty much anywhere out in like the desert West where nobody lives. And there's those signs that say like, hey, you better fill up here last gas for 200 miles or whatever. Like they're going to need to put that on the welcome to Petaluna, Petaluma signs. Like, you know, it's right there in the middle of the Bay Area Metroplex. <laughs> welcome I mean, to Petaluma. Last gas. You better fill up. Seriously,
2: though, do you really think this is going to stop with Petaluma? Mm, I mean, yeah. come on. Gavin Newsom catches wind of this brilliant idea, and they're going to pan gas in the entire state.
3: You know, if that's what it takes to keep those people contained to California— I'm all for it. Absolutely. I'm all for it. Let's just do more. (laughs) Anyway, staying in uh, crime-ridden California, let's go down to San Francisco proper, where a local CBS news reporter was robbed at gunpoint Hmm. while filming a segment about a string of car break-ins in the area.
2: Well, if that isn't some GTA V shit, I don't know what is. (laughs) Really,
3: like Grand Theft Auto?
2: Yeah, of course, Grand Theft Auto. I mean,
3: I, I mean, yeah. I, I think I actually saw this happen on like a Trailer Park Boys episode before. Oh, You
2: know, I think I did too. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, like San Francisco has devolved from being like the the most expensive and like the 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 most high end city the in, in North America. A
2: full House. Yeah. A wholesome family show.
3: Yeah, it, it's it's gone. It's gone from that. To fucking Sunnyvale Trailer Park when Mister Leahy's on a bender.
2: You know, good honestly, <laughs> I don't think that's fair to Sunnyvale. I mean, it, you know, it might have its problems, but at least those people don't crap in the streets like stray dogs. <laughs> so, good point. Yeah. You know.
3: Um. Anyway, back to this story. So, this reporter is just standing out in the street. He's about to start the interview, and these three guys jump out of a car, stick a gun in his face, and they're like, "Hand over the camera."
2: The camera. Yeah. First of all, I thought guns were illegal in
3: California. Well, pretty much, yeah.
2: Second of all, so, so that's a little weird. They robbed him for a TV camera? What were they going to do with
3: that? I mean, he that's what he was holding. It's not like he was holding a gold watch. Well, I mean, maybe they took that, too. He right?
2: didn't have a wallet on him? Oh, I,
3: look, they're not the smartest people in the world. They live in California.
2: Yeah, all right. Well, look, I mean, it's... <laughs> That being said, it's really ridiculous. I mean, this is not exactly the most inconspicuous item to sell off here. Okay. Any pawn shop in the area, they're going to be like, hey, did anybody try to sell you a freaking, you know, ABC logo TV camera? Yeah. Oh, well, I think we might have our guys. Like, geez.
3: Mm, Yeah. Like, um. well, I mean, with that said, though, this is San Francisco we're talking about. Like, what are they going to do? Call the police? Oh good point. yeah, they've been calling the police Nazis all year long. They're yeah. Like, they're like, yeah hey, this is uh, th- this is action news. Um, you know you know we've been slandering you, we've been having people try to burn down your precinct all year. Um, yeah, yeah, somebody stole our uh, our TV camera. can you help us out? Still- <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, I think we're breaking up. You know, they're crumpling the paper. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Oh my god. What I want to know is was the camera running when this all happened? Yeah,
3: that's the only thing that would have made this better. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the reporter, I guarantee, like I wish I could see this. He'd be like, "Why are you robbing me, man? I'm on your side."
5: <laughs>
2: Yeah, the whole time he'd be trying to blame Trump, and I'd love to see the aftermath when, like, they get the camera, and these three gangbangers are just in the car like, Hey! And it's, like, live streaming to all of San Francisco. That would have been just peak.
3: That no, it'd be great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of crime, a British prison escapee and five-month fugitive from justice was recaptured last week after violating COVID lockdown to go into town and attempt to buy the new Call of Duty
3: game. Okay, there's a lot going on in that sentence. So th- so this guy was bad enough to be in prison. Correct. Bad enough to break out of prison. Apparently. And he was smart enough to avoid capture for months, like half a year. Mm-hmm. But he was Dumb enough to just walk in the town in the middle of their never-ending lockdown.
2: Well, look. Since when does a guy like that go stand in line at the Best Buy and shell out sixty bucks for a game? I mean, the whole thing doesn't add up. Right.
3: Like, I mean, I mean, if you're I, I, if you're not going to steal it, like Mister Hardened Criminal, like at the very least, just download it from the PlayStation Store or whatever. Right. Like, like
2: there goes and- all your street cred. Like, shit. And, I mean, to be fair, maybe he's not completely up to date with the latest technology. I mean, he was serving a 17-year prison term, so. And
3: he threw it all away for a a goddamn video game. Like, look, you'd think he would have maxed out his sneak before he tried some shit like that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think he needed a little more experience
3: points. (laughs) Maybe next time we'll get a copy of Metal Gear, you know, Mm. or or something like that. Really work on those skills. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Better luck next time, yeah. bud.
3: Anyway, moving See you on.
2: Seventeen years.
3: <laughs> um, anyway, since we're talking about a guy breaking out of prison, um, check out this story from Germany. Um, so, in order to prevent a prison break, a prison outside of Berlin had to immediately change six hundred locks after an intern shared a selfie of himself posing with the master key on social media. <laughs>
2: Okay. All right. That, 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 that's a bad first day at work. Right? That's a bad first day. It's a
3: bad last day at work, too. That's true. <laughs> that's that, true. As you can imagine, the guy was fired on the spot. Because, um, I mean, anybody, uh, any, like, locksmith or whatever that saw that picture could have easily reproduced the key, staged a mass breakout of the facility, and then you got, you know, you got, like, a yeah you know, Arkham... Asylum breakout situation there
2: (laughs) Boy, if you thought it was bad When the interns at your company Messed up your coffee order (laughs) Imagine having this guy Start in your prison You know that How it started How it's going meme This guy could be the first one To start it as a prison employee
3: And end up as a prison resident Ooh, yeah So so the prison They had to buy new locks and keys They had to install A completely new security setup They had to destroy All the old keys Goodbye Um, Apparently, the total cost for all this was about 50,000 euros.
2: Yep, that sounds about right. I mean, just finding a locksmith who you can call up and be like, we need 600 new locks right now. How you feeling about that, buddy? I think any locksmith would be like... I'm feeling like that's going to cost you a fuckload of money. (laughs) I mean, how much do you want to bet that they'll include this training in their new hire packet from now on?
3: Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't take pictures with the master key, folks. Nope. All right. Anyway. Here's another stupid criminal for you. Well, that guy wasn't really a criminal. He was just criminally stupid, but we'll move on to a stupid criminal. So, a Tulsa woman is facing first-degree burglary charges after leaving Cheeto residue on the windows of a home she broke into earlier this month. What the f***? You know, that little, you know, orange powder you get all over your fingers when you eat Cheetos.
3: Hey, I guess you could say they dusted for Prince.
2: Wow, okay, well, apparently she doesn't watch too much CSI.
3: I mean, <laughs> who is just casually macking on some Cheetos while they do a home invasion? Yeah,
2: I mean, they're like pretty crunchy. Like, you'd think somebody might hear that. I mean, I had to triple check that this wasn't one of those fake news stories because it is so damn ridiculous. Like, what if she never had Cheetos before? Apparently, the burglar left Cheeto dust all over the window, all over the screen, and she even left the empty bag along with a water bottle covered in orange fingerprints at the scene of the crime.
3: What the f- Look, you know what? At the very least, you know what they should do is they should turn this into a commercial. Doesn't this sound like (laughs) one of those, like, Super Bowl commercials? Oh,
2: my God. They really should. And as if that's not enough. The police used the Cheeto residue that was stuck in her teeth to further identify her and tie her to the crime. So maybe, like- I don't know, brush your teeth after you commit a crime. That's gross.
3: Next time, ladies, save the snackin' till after the safe crackin'.
2: You think they have Cheetos in jail at the commissary?
3: You know, if they don't, you know, well, watch out. You know, (laughs) she's gonna gonna be, like, coercing an intern to make a copy of the Master Key or something. (laughs) Uh, But hey, speaking of Cheeto residue... We
2: have a story related to Cheeto residue...
3: Well, speaking of Cheeto residue, did you hear about this crazy story out of the White House where Moron Joe's domestic policy advisor, um, and quite possibly the person controlling his hidden earpiece, Susan Rice, uh, she just admitted that she conducts a smoky sage smudging ritual in order to expel Trump's energy from the building.
2: Oh my god. So he's the Cheeto, Cheeto residue. residue. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> look, I like that. I like that. I gotta say, though, it's a little weird. Is it, probably, is it not a little weird, folks, that they're just openly doing witchcraft in the White House now?
3: I mean, and they said everybody was crazy when they were like, yeah, they're, like, you know, all the Q people were, were Alex saying like.
2: Jones is like, demons! They're demon people! <laughs> yeah. And then, like, everybody's like, oh, he's nuts. Yeah. But now they're like, just, just doing black magic? Right, or out in the
3: open! I mean, he's been spiking the football all year long. You think he's going to be like, "I told you, I told you, goddamn it!" I at this point, he's probably just like, "Look, I don't even, I don't even, uh, yeah, yeah, I know they're yeah, openly doing witchcraft. Big deal." Oh, and you just do the show today. I'm just relaxing. Relax. Oh my god! <laughs> to, to be fair, man, I'd rather have them doing witchcraft than craft any more policy.
2: Oh well, that's true.
3: <laughs> I mean, they can for all for all I care. Like I got some great ideas for them. They can sacrifice a goat in the West Wing.
2: Not a goat.
3: Black mass in the Oval Office.
2: Yeah, better. May,
3: hey. I know Biden's down with this. Maybe conjure up a little sex magic in the Lincoln bedroom. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Bow (laughs) chicka wow wow. Gross! As long as it distracts them from pushing through another stack of executive orders or like another one of these crazy stimulus bills, I'm good with it. I don't care what the fuck they're doing, you know?
2: Okay, well, as long as I don't have to think about it or picture that anymore, I guess I'm okay with that too. But look, I mean, Susan Rice, come on. What does she think that Trump is a ghost or something? I mean, he's down there living it up in Mar-a-Lago
3: bitch like what are you trying to do right like she's trying to like exercise the White House he's alive like this this dumb bitch she's gonna end up casting Abraham Lincoln (laughs) in the shadow realm (laughs) I mean to be fair I mean the Democrats they've been trying to cancel him for like 160 years so there you go
2: you know this seems like a rare opportunity for political unity in America maybe they can pardon the QAnon shaman and he can stop by and do a cleansing with her
3: god that'd be great let that let that dude back out of jail. Yeah, man, this is great. After we're done, like, yeah, like, you want to go get like some tacos or something? I picture he'd he'd be down for that.
2: Oh man, I think he'd yeah. be down for anything that gets him out of prison.
3: I think he's probably having a good time in prison. You think he's probably making a lot of friends? I don't know. Anyway, we're getting our first call of the night. All
2: right, you want to grab this one?
3: Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, all right. Uh, hey, um, area code five four zero. You're on with the war on morons. Go ahead and state your name and where you're calling from.
4: Yes. Hello, dearie. This is Ursula in Salem.
3: Ursula in in, in Salem. Let me guess. You're uh, you're a witch.
4: Oh, yes. You know,
3: dearie, but c- I'm not because c- you're Salem, calling from Massachusetts. Salem, Massachusetts.
4: No, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> no, I'm calling from Salem, Virginia. <laughs> not so clever now, are you?
3: <laughs> All right, you got me. Um, What's what's going on, Ursula?
4: Well, I have to tell you, I'm very angry. You're right. She is a real piece of work, and I'm not going to stand for it. She is
3: but uh, appropriation. cultural appropriation. Did you say
4: cultural appropriation? Yes.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm not completely opposed to that. Um, what sort of a hex are you gonna, are you gonna put on uh, old Joe there?
4: <laughs> I'm so glad you asked, dearie. <laughs> I'm going to make him for his all. He won't remember anything about his life, or his.
3: Almost sounds like you're gonna give him um, like Alzheimer symptoms.
4: Yay! <laughs> now you're getting it.
3: <laughs> Boy, that's that's really gonna that's that's really gonna change his life for the worse. Nobody's gonna uh, nobody's gonna know what to do.
4: <laughs> you don't sound too impressed.
3: Well, I mean, I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that he's already going through that. Have you seen Joe Biden lately? He's the president of the United States! Yeah, well, that's debatable.
4: Okay, uh, New plan, new plan. Uh-huh. Let me look here, let me see. What have I got? What have I got for me? Holy, oh, ah, yeah! Ah ah, that's just the Just It's ticket indeed. What is making him forgetful is not. Here's what I'll do. (laughs) I shall curse him to be a sex (laughs) pervert. He'll have an uncontrollable boner all the time. (laughs) At the most inoperative moment, he will be caught with his hands down. (laughs) It'll be like Bill Clinton except a thousand times worse.
3: (laughs) Oh, wow. So you're going to make him a pervert. (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh, I don't know why I didn't go with that from the first place. <laughs> it's much more scandalous. Oh, that'll
3: ruin him. You should make him grope children in public.
4: I, well, uh, I haven't gone quite that far. <laughs> you sure do see an anime. I like the way you think. <laughs> oh, man, if,
3: if you do that, I, I tell you, Matt, if, if people see videos of, of of Joe Biden groping little kids in public, they'll never forgive him.
4: I'm So I'm No, no, yeah.
3: I'm just saying, maybe look that one up. Yeah, uh, I, I think he... I, he you know, there, there might be another witch out there. I, I, I'm i sorry, Ursula. Somebody might have beaten you to it. I I, I, I think he might I... already have a few hexes on him. Holy
4: crap. Okay. Ah, uh, fuck. I got more tricks up my sleeve. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay. I'll just uh, take a look in there. Oh, I haven't looked in this cabinet in quite a few ages. <laughs> Surely there's something good down here. Oh. Ah, huh. Ah, okay, okay, I've got it! I've got it! it it's not gonna get with Patno, but it, it'll do. It'll do. I'm going to make him shut himself in public.
3: You know what, Ursula? I think this one will work. All we gotta do now is get him to actually go in public. What? Well, I mean, he only does that like once every 40 or 50 days.
2: Boy, I hope they save some room in the budget at the White House
3: for some protective crystals and... Not just Sage. I mean, what is it with these crazy, like, witches? I I, I remember that was something with Trump, too. Remember, like, Trump, the witches are always trying to put, like, a hex on him?
2: Yeah, apparently we have, like, one witch on our side, and <laughs> she doesn't watch the news. She does so. not
3: sound like she's very, um, the worst witch. Isn't that a thing, the worst witch?
2: Yeah, maybe. I honestly think she might actually be legit, though. I mean, think about it. If you were 800 years old, would you keep up with modern events?
3: No. No. Yeah.
2: She might be for real.
3: Yeah. Anyway, um, we've got a commercial this week. Uh, just on time for uh, for the NCAA tournament, our uh, resident gambling addict, Vinny V. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go,
1: folks. It's me. It's me. It's Vinny V, baby. And I'm here with my main man, Ray Ray Robinson. And we're here for 1-900-V4 Vegas. <laughs> Look, Ray Ray, uh, a little birdie told me that you're getting a skimmy, baby. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, that's the truth, Minnie. Uh, Ray Ray fishing to get paid uh, $1,400, baby. Hey, you heard the man. 14 big ones. Just on time for March Madness. What a time to be alive, right? <laughs> so if you're like Ray Ray here, and the fucking IRS is about to drop a little payola in the bank, well, you better get ready to blow that money big time with 1900 V4 Vegas. Hey,
3: you already know Vinny. Hey, I got I got my bracket right here. Uh, I got a uh, I got
1: Gonzaga, I got Bama. I got Baylor, and, um, you know, I, the, the last one's kind of, you know, I, I think I'm going to go with go with, uh, Virginia. Shut up, Ray Ray, because we're not betting on the tournament this much, Madness. No, that's yesterday's papers, my friend, because this year, exclusively at 1900 v 4 we've got the Big Baby cancellation board, baby. <laughs> That's right. You know, we're the only sports book in town where you can take bets on which cartoon characters and which kids' TV shows these crazy crybaby liberals are going to lose their minds over and try to cancel next. Uh, who, who we got on the board this week, Ray Ray?
3: I, I, don't, I don't know, man. It- don't even make sense. But how come you don't tell me about this before we do the
1: the, the hey, look, look, pull it up, big man. Pull up the board. I sent it over to you. Uh, all right, hold on. Uh, all right, <laughs> all right. So we got um we got Speedy Gonzalez
3: uh, at at two to one. Uh, we got we got Dora the Explorer at, at ten to one odds. Uh, we got Barney the Dinosaur at eighteen to one. Uh, Fred Flintstone at twenty five to one.
1: Uh, we got we got Sp- SpongeBob SquarePants at, at 30 to 1. And, and my favorite, we've got Rocky and Bullwinkle with some real value at 40 to 1 odds, baby. Oh yeah, yeah, Rocky and Bullwinkle. They was always uh, uh they was trying to kill them communists, Vinny. Really? Yeah that's right. That that that's a hate crime these days. Yeah, that's practically sedition. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, you bet 14 grand and you win on a 40 to 1 odds. I mean, that's over half a million Clamados, baby. (laughs) So don't delay. Call 1-900-V4-VEGAS now. At just $6.99 a minute, put your money on the table. I mean, you're going to rake it back in. And, and, And by the way, Ray Ray, how come they never put you in a Space Jam movie? Vinny, I not want to talk about that. <laughs> Alright, everybody, call in now and make your money. It's much madness and the big baby cancellation board, baby.
3: Alright. <laughs> uh, hey, um well, you heard it here, folks. If you if you get that fourteen hundred dollars from uh from the government, spend it on Vinny V's stupid. Sports gambling line.
4: Uh, let's not
2: make that our official directive why to not? our
3: viewers. Yeah, bet on which cartoon characters are. Good. I mean, wh- why not?
2: I can think of a lot of reasons why not.
3: All right. Well, since Vinny brought it up in the uh, in that commercial, there, let's just get into it in this next story here. So, of course, last week Congress passed the insane COVID stimulus relief bill. Hmm. Um, just a one point nine trillion dollar spending bill. Nope, no big deal.
2: That's going to be a lot of relief for us hardworking Americans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, you know, I think it would be a little bit more cost effective to stop calling out sick over a cold virus that it's about as likely to kill you as a piece of space debris falling off the uh, International Space Station. Huh. Um, or maybe even admit that despite all of Washington's best efforts, 95% of the workforce is still gainfully employed a year into this nonsense. But... You know, this is why I spend my time making dick jokes on a podcast, instead of robbing people blind as a member of Congress.
2: (laughs) I honestly can't even fathom $1.9 trillion. Like, what? could I I feel like you could buy the entire continent of Europe for $1.9 trillion. I just don't, I can't even conceptualize how much money that is. Oh,
3: that's easy. Um, So just... Picture how much money Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos have made from this hoax over the past year, and then double it. Hmm. Actually, half it. They, <laughs> they, they probably they probably made more. Those bastards. I uh, don't
2: understand how Bill Gates <laughs> is still making money. Like, does anybody care about Microsoft at all?
3: I think he's making money from the vaccines. Oh, or, I, I, who knows? Who knows? But uh, anyway, since there's like, if if you guys want to like see the math, I mean. So I actually, I was curious. So there's 200 million adults in the country. Okay. So let's say that we split this 1.9 trillion evenly among every man and woman in America. So It's actually not that astronomical when you do it that way. Um, It would come out to something like 9,000 bucks a
5: head.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah, That's that's actually not that huge. I mean, I think I'd rather have a free country again and have the right to earn my own money because let's face it, $9,000 isn't... Anywhere's near a year's salary, but hey, <laughs> if they're going to print it out and give it away anyways, we might as well take it, I guess. I, so,
3: I, I guess. I mean, it, it's our own money. Like, it's our own money that they're stealing from us and giving back. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but, true. but of course, it's not $9,000 uh, that we're going to get. That's crazy. Oh. Um, so what they're actually doing is they're giving hundreds of billions of dollars to bail out all the states that are in debt. Oh, all the like, like New York and California, like it's it's so
2: all the Democrat states. Yeah, ah,
3: Um, they're giving like fifty million dollars to fund abortions. Oh, that's COVID relief,
2: right? Right, because you can't get those.
3: (laughs) They've got. Um, Yeah, I don't know what that. Um, They um, they're paying off the teachers' unions. Um they're giving themselves a raise. Congress is getting a big raise. Well from they've this. earned it. Yeah, definitely,
2: definitely. Oh that's why they've got <laughs> such a high approval. Oh for. my god. Yeah, they're they're working hard. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um they're funneling about a billion dollars to those community organizers. What? Um you know, the people
2: who burn down cities and fucking, yeah. yeah. Pretty okay. much.
3: I mean, they've been working hard. You got to give them credit for that. Like, they, I mean, been, <laughs>
2: they have been putting in the work.
3: <laughs> they've been working really hard. Um, and, of course, they've got to get checks ready for, you know, all the um, illegal immigrants crowding in.
2: So. Right. Well, you know, I mean, it, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but I'm starting to pick up on a theme here.
3: Yeah. Um, well, either way, there's only a certain amount left over for actual Americans. need. Not everybody. Um, but the most economically impacted by COVID. That's who's getting a check. Um,
2: well, I mean, honestly, I mean, that does make sense. I mean, so they're going to give the money to the people whose business is closed because of the lockdown, No, right? No, no, no,
3: no. Oh. Um, pr- well, probably not. Um, okay. See, they're going off of 2019 tax returns. Um, so those people that were, you know, business owners, I mean, they they probably made too much in 2019 to qualify.
2: Right. Well, so, see, that seems yeah. somewhat illogical.
3: Well, either way, great news, uh, because $1,400 stimulus checks are going out to prison inmates. Okay, I just cannot.
2: Okay, um, you know, I honestly, gotta say it, may not be the most popular opinion in the world, but it seems to me like a prisoner who gets three hots and a cots a day would be pretty safe from the economic impact of COVID. I mean... Don't they even get a chance to make, like, a dollar an hour to make license plates or something? Uh, Yeah, and that,
3: see, I mean, you just destroyed your own argument. You see, people aren't driving that much these days. Mm, Yeah, Mm. everybody's working from home. I mean, you know, think of these poor lifers with no plates to hammer out. You know, how are they going to make their dollar per hour? I mean, who who's going to feed them and clothe them? Well, I'm pretty sure
2: that's taken care of.
3: Well, e- either way, it gets better. Um, huh. because it's not just prisoners, uh, it's not just prisoners that are getting these $1,400 checks. Wonderful. It's death row inmates. Um. No! <laughs> yeah. way. So, um, so notable. Just
2: what this country needed, folks.
3: <laughs> so notable prisoners set to receive their $1,400 stimmy are the Boston bomber. Oh. And Dylan Roof, who shot up a church and murdered nine people.
2: Didn't he murder a People in a black church?
3: Yeah. So, you know. So he's,
2: like, actually, like, horrifyingly racist. Yeah,
3: he actually, you know. He, like, actually committed, committed like, a deathly
2: hate crime. Right, right, right. But, like, the Democrats think that he should get a 1400 stimulus check. Doesn't this seem just a little hypocritical? I don't know.
3: Well, you know, at least you know they've finally been paid off for all they've done for the cause. You know the Democrat cause. Okay,
2: we're going. We're we're diving into the false flag oh, right now. Not- okay, look, I got gotcha. you. I
3: can say this stuff because we're not on YouTube anymore, <laughs> so we don't have to worry about somebody. <laughs> we're not. Hey, we're not going to get a strike. Gab's not going to give me a strike for this.
2: And Congress gave themselves a raise for this, folks. I don't know about you, but conspiracy theories are starting to sound a lot less crazy these days.
3: I just can't believe it. I mean, like, we try to be light. We try to cover funny stuff, but we had to get into this a little bit. I could not believe it when I saw this. What the fuck do these guys need $1,400 for?
2: I, I I don't even want to dive into that because we could get pretty dark pretty quick. So let's just move on.
3: Well, they need $1,400 to buy Cheetos from the prison commissary. There
2: you go. <laughs> Bringing it back. Speaking <laughs> of the stimulus, the Washington Post lived up to its reputation as a respected paragon of journalistic integrity once again in their coverage of the bill. Their headline when it was rammed through Congress on a 50-49 party line vote? Biden stimulus showers money on Americans, sharply cutting poverty in defining move of presidency.
3: You know, a headline like that really ought to be read in, like, an Asian accent. Oh, I'm not doing that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like a a, a Tokyo Rose, like a a Hanoi Jane, whatever they call it in North Korea. Like, like, oh, Grandpa Joe Biden, much wise, so virile, so strong, so good, so bereverent. Did you have to? Well, I mean it it sounds like they're kind of propaganda, doesn't it? You know? Well, you know what? Okay.
2: If getting a fourteen hundred dollar check is being showered with money.
3: Golden shower
2: Yeah, you might have some bigger problems. Especially after they promised you two grand just what, two months ago? How the hell is anyone gonna get lifted out of poverty by fourteen hundred to two thousand dollars? One time.
3: Well, think about everything you can do with fourteen hundred bucks. Um I'm, I'll list it. So you can pay a month's rent in a one bedroom apartment.
2: But not the security deposit or the first and last that you would need to actually get into an apartment. Uh,
3: details. Okay. Um, Got but, it. C- but, yeah. continue, please. Uh, um you you could pay for a, a few weeks of tuition at a at a mediocre like stay college
2: and then drop out after you run out of money <laughs> and not be able to afford your textbooks, so you'd fail all your classes. Cool,
3: cool, cool. Well, you know, one of these days they're gonna do the uh, they're gonna they're gonna do the uh, student loan forgiveness. So, um, you you could buy a car. You could buy a, like a twenty year old car, a couple hundred thousand miles on it.
2: Ah, well, that'll work out really great, especially when you're uh, in need of a good mechanic who apparently works for free.
3: (laughs) Like, And the best thing is all these, uh, like the people that actually buy into this propaganda, they live in these like big liberal cities where the cost of living sky high. Right. So $1,400 there, like I used to live in Los Angeles. I used to live in Seattle. It doesn't go very far. No. Like I can tell you, here in Tennessee, like it goes a lot farther. Yeah. Don't wait, we shouldn't say that too loud. Just kidding.
4: Just kidding. Just, just kidding. No, it doesn't go that far.
3: Please yeah. <laughs> <So you laughs> don't come here. I wonder how Richard Nixon would feel if he saw the Post bending over for this fucking piece of shit president like this. Like everything that the Post put Richard Nixon through, like with Watergate, like
2: I mean, are we really gonna start holding Richard Nixon up as a paragon of presidential integrity? No,
3: I'm just saying that like like, I mean, the Washington Post actually, like, put him through the ringer. Yeah, but know? they
2: were, like, an actual journalistic outfit back then. Like, respected and respectable.
3: Yeah, I guess. Good point. Yeah. I mean, why would anybody buy – like, I mean, it's it's one thing, like, when you're – like, it's one thing when they're lying to me about what's going on in, like, Iraq or Libya or, or hell, even in D.C. Those places are very far away and I would never go there they <laughs> but i mean they're they're dangerous war zones <laughs> but i mean i know what's happening in my own bank account man like i mean can you imagine getting slapped in the face with this bullshit stimulus check like after maybe like let's say you work in the service industry and you've been laid off maybe you can't even leave the house because you live in dc and you're not an essential worker or whatever and you open up your newspaper and you see this about how you're getting a, a money shower Because moron Joe's paying like 60% of your rent for the month?
2: You know what? No, I, I can't imagine any scenario where I'd pay for a subscription to the Washington Post. I'm pretty sure that would be like the very first thing I'd cut if I lost my job.
3: I mean, I'd cut it if they give it to me for free. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, this is... I, I, maybe when there's a toilet paper shortage, you can. Right, right, right. <laughs> Speaking of Biden, um, you know how he's always posing with those dogs?
2: Oh, yeah. It's uh, one of the only things about his presidency that isn't completely revolting. I mean, it's just an like old guy with Alzheimer's and his pet dog's keeping him company.
3: I mean, I wouldn't go... That far, I mean, he's a deranged, racist dictator trying to crush and silence his political opponents and exterminate the population with a poison vaccine. Well,
2: to be fair, he's not doing that. Well, I mean, his handlers are doing that.
3: Yeah, I mean, still, I don't know if he should be hanging out with big ass German shepherds. Okay, good point. You know, like I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them is named Blondie. <laughs> Just saying. But but anyway, apparently the dogs learned something from their master because his dogs. I don't know if you heard about this. The dogs just got sent back to the Biden family home in Delaware because one of them bit a member of the White House security team. Wow,
2: folks. I mean, honestly, he fucked up one of the easiest parts of the presidency, having a lovable White House dog. How do you fuck that up? How? I mean, I honestly thought you were going to say something about like, you know, they were humping some kid's leg or something. (laughs) I mean, honestly.
3: I mean, they probably do that, too. Um, but, but, I mean, this guy, he can't even keep his dogs from biting people in the middle of the damn White House. And people think he should be allowed to steer the economy. Yeah,
2: like the dude like, made, like, billions of dollars from China. He can't hire a dog trainer.
3: Like, what's funny is, remember when uh, – I act like this was a long time ago. It was, it was two or three months ago. feels like forever after everything that, that, that's been happening this year. But look, Trump was president, and I think it was, like, the first time in uh, – like six or seven presidents that there wasn't a dog in the White House, so of course, people at, at places like the Washington Post were like, "Ooh, why isn't there a dog in the White House? Does this mean Trump is bad? Does this mean that he hates children?" <laughs> or you know, you, you know how they are. And it's like and Trump was like, "No, no, I still have time to take care of a dog. I'm trying to save the country. Right? I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be the leader of the free world. I. I don't have time for a freaking dog." Joe Biden does have time for a dog. He, he does not do the job of president. He plays Mario Kart all day and apparently chases children around like Benny Hill.
2: Well, look, I mean, <laughs> it may not be a training issue at the end of the day. It really may not. Maybe this was a cry for help. After all, didn't Biden himself admit that he likes to chase the dogs around naked and, and grab their tail or something? That's right.
3: Grab yeah. their tail. After he gets out of the shower, dripping wet, still naked. And, of course, we all know what Jill likes to do, you know, with Champ, Major, and a jar of Skippy. Uh,
2: Okay, you know, I'm really going to barf.
3: Is there anybody in the Biden family that understands the meaning of personal space?
2: Of course there is. Hunter Biden will get as far away from you as it takes to smoke his crack in peace. (laughs) Continuing on with the first family... I don't know. That oh, my doesn't, God. Sure. doesn't sound right, does it? Uh-huh. All, right. All right.
3: Can you imagine <laughs> America's first family, a crackhead, a crazy woman that thinks she's a doctor, a deranged man with dementia that that molests children. And like, dogs. <laughs> dogs that are biting people. <laughs> like, I mean... <laughs> It's, a, it's about as legit as, as Delaware being the first state, you Well, know? except
2: that's actually true.
3: Oh, because well, they stick it on the license plates? You know, you you can drive through Delaware in about five minutes.
2: Well, what's that have uh, to do with when they sign the Constitution?
3: I mean, they clearly don't care that much about the Constitution if they elected Moron Joe to the Senate for half a century. You know, I, I think they should have to change the license plates to say Delaware the worst date. Oh God! You know, somebody call up the prisons. You know, we were just talking about the uh, the guys in there for yeah, working for a yeah. dollar an hour. Put those boys back to work. Let them hammer out some new license plates. <laughs> Delaware, America's embarrassment. All right, all right, all right.
2: Well, a few days before his little primetime vaccines infomercial last week, Biden made a brief appearance on International Women's Day Monday to announce that two female generals have been appointed for commander posts.
3: Yeah, because everything's about identity politics with these guys.
2: Well, funny you should mention identity because old Joe couldn't recall the identities of Any of the people on stage with him. Most embarrassingly, though, he mumbled and stammered for, like, 15 seconds, trying to figure it out. He couldn't even remember the name of his own Secretary of Defense or the Pentagon. He just called him, er, my, um, guy who runs that outfit over there. (laughs)
3: That's amazing. I I wonder if he uses that as his as his title on LinkedIn. Slap now. that
2: on his resume.
3: <laughs> I mean, seriously, every time they trot this idiot out and like let him try to read a speech, like he digs himself deeper. Like he can't remember somebody's name. He's done that a lot. A um, lot. Like, he admits he doesn't know where he is when he wakes up in the morning. It's a mystery. Like, we use that in our intro. We probably need to refresh the intro, because like when we put that in the intro, like a a, a month or two ago, we were doing that as a joke. And then a week or two later, he actually said it. Like, he was he was doing an interview, like a, and it's not like, uh, like, he's a like interview. It's
2: not like he's some old man that got, you know, a job for the first time. He lived it for eight years when he was vice president. Yeah.
3: I mean, no wonder they want to replace him with a fucking hologram.
2: <laughs>
3: Wait, what? They, you didn't hear about this? No. I mean, it's like we've got more news than we have time to cover. It really is. Um, I maybe maybe next week we'll cover this in more detail, but liberals are actually calling for this. This was in the Hill. Um they're literally calling for CGI deepfakes to handle Biden's public appearances and speeches. Um because, because he has you know he has very important work to do.
2: Okay, well that's yeah. that's not dystopian at all. I mean, why <laughs> elect anybody? Honestly. Why why have an election when you can just have like a fake hologram president? I mean run things. Can you imagine It's like it's like we literally wanna live out the Wizard of Oz. Like, don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain, y'all.
3: Like, it's cool. I mean And what is this important work that he's doing that he can't make a speech? I thought that was like like sixty percent of the president's job was going out there and you know, presenting his agenda. Well, you know?
2: look—he's got a nap. He's got to play Mario Kart. Maybe wander around the rose garden in a confused haze. Like
3: they want to pass this motherfucker off like he's Emperor Palpatine. You know, except for an all-powerful Sith Lord, he's a mentally deficient child molester. <laughs> He can't even leave his basement without sucking Zijin Ping's egg roll. Oh like, my god! Like, you know, I say, go for it, man. Knock yourselves out. Like, I, I welcome our new hologram overlord. You know that, that'll make some great content.
2: You know what? I don't. Um But believe it or not, <laughs> we didn't even cover everything from his weird Women's Day speech. Oh, yeah. So this guy went on to say that the administration's top military priorities are tailoring uniforms and body armor so it fits female soldiers better.
3: All right. So is he the commander in chief or is he the costume designer for (laughs) Xena? Oh,
2: no. He also said that they're going to be issuing something called maternity flight suits so that pregnant women can drop into enemy territory during wartime. What the fuck? Fuck. I mean, I don't know. I must have missed that in the, uh, what to expect when you're expecting what? manual. <laughs> Maternity
3: flight suits?
2: Yeah. He said this with a straight face? Like, I was giving them the benefit of the doubt, even though I should know better by now. And I was like, okay, well, obviously, I mean, you know, if if you're pregnant and you're working, like, you should have clothes that fit you. you like, maybe you're flying a plane. Maybe you're in the plane. You know, whatever. Like, that's cool. But, like, this is literally designed for women to, like, jump out of the plane into enemy territory while they're sho- – like, they're so pregnant that they're showing. Yeah,
3: like, I mean, I, even if it's not for being a paratrooper or whatever, like, I, in any way, why is a pregnant woman expected to be – Anywhere near a combat zone.
2: Look, I'll be the first to say it. Pregnant women are fucking superheroes. They can do so much more than anybody else on the planet. Like, it's hard to be pregnant. I give them all the credit in the world. I just don't understand why anybody would want this.
3: I, I mean, look, we know these liberals love abortion. This is some Rube Goldberg shit, if I ever heard of it. I mean, they're they're like, look, I mean, why just go to a to a Planned Parenthood? We can we can put them up in a in a paratrooper plane. We can throw them out of the paratrooper plane. They can be wearing a mater, a, a, a maternity flight suit. Hey, you think a baby's gonna survive that? We're gonna get rid of them. It'll- it doesn't matter what, what if those conservative judges get rid of Roe v. Wade. It doesn't matter. We'll we'll trick them. We'll put them in the military. We will get rid of these fucking babies. I'm
2: pretty sure if you're <laughs> past like seven months pregnant, you have to like get your doctor's approval to fly on a plane. Who the hell is approving for women to jump out of them?
3: Yeah, you can't even go to Six Flags, and they want you to go to fucking Syria. <laughs>
2: But you gotta hand it to them; you really do. I mean, it's definitely outside of the box. Holy I mean, shit. just imagine it—a whole squadron of pregnant paratroopers. ISIS is not going to see that shit coming. You know, they don't have any Baskin Robbins in the middle of the Iranian <laughs> desert. They're going to be pissed off.
3: And between this and, and you know, paying for the sex change operation, it's almost like they're they're trying a whole new military. You know, they got the angry, you know, the purple-haired, you know, the uh, the, the former the, the X-Men. Let's call them I- the X men. <laughs> Look,
2: I, I, for one, am terrified. I know if I was the enemy, I, I would be really intimidated right now.
3: Yeah. Right. I, 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 feel like it, it, I feel like he's trying to neuter the military, but, you know, maybe he's onto something. Maybe this is peak feminism. Throwing pregnant women out of a plane. It <laughs> right into a war zone.
2: It doesn't feel like feminism.
3: <laughs> Either way, speaking of feminism, um... <laughs> <laughs> because on International Women's Day, which incidentally i I never even knew that International Women's Day was a thing until a week ago, but really? No, I, I never heard of it but um anyway, speaking of feminism, Burger King u k thought it would be a great time to tweet this out quote, "Women belong in the kitchen,
2: okay, read the room what?
3: Yeah, I hate that I'm using this phrase, but uh that's it. That's the tweet
2: okay, ah uh, again, read the fucking room Burger King. <laughs> Why would that be a good idea? I
3: mean, apparently there are social media persons like Andrew Dice Clay or something.
2: <laughs> apparently. I mean, is there any goddamn context here that makes this make more sense? Well,
3: they thought they were being clever. So <laughs> they followed this tweet up a little while later with another one announcing that they have, like, a culinary scholarship for female Burger King employees that want to cook actual food in a real kitchen one day. But... As you can probably guess, by then it was a little late.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like a good content strategy on social media involves not pissing people off for five hours and then tweeting the secondary part of your strategy, where it looks like basically a cover-up. Like, it's like, oh, we just came up with a strategy to cover up for our horrible
3: mistake. Like, <laughs> oh, you haven't heard of, uh, you know, Popeye's latest commercial. They're just going to scream the N-word. Oh, my God. And, and then, and then the next day, they're going to be like, and now we're announcing African-American scholarships in the, in the community. <laughs> Basically the uh, same, right? <laughs> so
2: marketing teams are going insane. Good to know.
3: Yeah. Um. I mean, look, I, I, I know that they're trying to roll out this Chinese social credit score thing worldwide now. Maybe Burger King, you know, that maybe they can... Earn some points back. I mean, they've been real, real good little, you know, globalist soldiers. You know, this past year or two, they've been trying to convince everybody to eat these glorified bug burgers. You know, the, the, the fucking Impossible Whopper. I, I've seen so many billboards, so many commercials for that nasty shit. Nobody okay. wants it.
2: I mean, look, that. I mean, that that alone has got to be worth some social credit points, yeah. right? I mean, and, and
3: remember the ad last year? We covered this. They had the Burger King making out with Ronald McDonald. That was weird. I don't think they got McDonald's permission for that. But, I mean, hey, that's that's got to be worth some points, too, right? That was pretty woke.
2: I don't. I, you know, I really don't think cult, cancel culture works on points, though. So
3: they aren't able to just kind of like – they don't have some in the bank? And then they're like, all right, look, you know, we – I'm we, pretty we, sure. We've given these liberals a lot. Let's go out there and say women need to be in the fucking kitchen again.
2: Pretty sure it's not a demerit. I'm pretty sure they're canceled. <laughs> All
3: right. Well, we're getting another call here. Um, oh, lo- boy. Looks like a California number.
2: Oh, great. Yeah, perfect.
3: Uh, you pick this one up.
2: Fine. <laughs> Hello, area code 408. You're on with the war on morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from.
5: Yeah, my name is DJ. Love Stick. I'm calling from Caleb, 95.5, San Jose, California.
2: Okay, well, thanks for calling in, DJ. Uh, what made you decide to give our show a call today?
5: Yeah, well, you know, I'm on the, you know, you probably know me. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm the host of the morning drive for your morning sex drive out here in San Jose. Uh, number you're, two rated.
2: Your morning uh, What?
5: The morning drive for your sex drive. K Love, DJ Love Stick on oh, ninety-five-five, San Jose, California. You you know me, DJ Love Stick. Yeah, um, sure. sure. Yeah. So so anyway, you know we're number two in our market. You know a lot of people listen to the show. The ladies love DJ Love Stick, and I love the ladies. And I respect the ladies. I respect women. You know, I respect our female queens out there. And I, I heard this story about Burger King, and, and I can't believe it. I can't believe what they did. I think it's really wrong. I don't like it.
2: Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Interesting. I mean, they certainly missed the mark, um, as far as announcing it goes. That's for sure. It's. I mean. I've
5: got my own thing going right now. It's, 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 I mean, it's kind of similar. You know, we've got a an internship going. Uh, We're we're recruiting now. You know, it's just for the ladies. We're we're looking for for the new uh, Lady Love Stick Um, to be my new uh, co-host. Lady Love Stick. Yeah, the new, the new Lady Love Stick. But, you know, we wouldn't be so disrespectful to the females. You know, we treat our queens with the utmost uh, respect.
2: Okay, sounds... Not like, sounds not like
5: Burger King.
2: Kind of, kind of weird, uh, to be honest. What happened to the old Lady Love Stick?
5: We don't talk about that. What happened is we had a difference of opinion. You know, that... That doesn't really fly on the air, you know. People listen to the you know, to the morning drive, you know. Yeah, I, I think, you know, you guys, you do that. Uh, you, you do that different kind of show. You, know? you do that night show. Morning Drive's more more lighthearted, you know. You, you just kind of play some play some R&B music, play some swinging tunes, you know. Just have a little bit of light banter, a little bit of sexy talk. Sexy talk? Yeah, you gotta gotta have the right chemistry. And you you can't go... You can't go talking to lawyers about how you don't like the sexy talk. So we had to get a new lady love stick. So right now, we're we're doing a contest. Uh, We're doing a contest. We're looking for the new lady love stick. It's It's a national contest. Anybody in America... Uh, all 48, you know, states, and you know, we ain't gonna fly you from Alaska, we ain't gonna fly you from Hawaii. But if you're sexy, if you got a sexy voice too, you wanna be the new lady love? You know, send me some pictures on my Instagram. Okay. Maybe, maybe I could make you the, uh, maybe, you because know, I respect women.
2: It doesn't yeah. sound like you do. It doesn't sound like you do at all.
5: No, no. DJ loves this feminist. You know what I'm
2: saying? Do you know what the word feminist means?
5: I love, I love ladies. I love them so
2: much. That's not at all. That's not at all what that means.
5: No. Anybody listens to my program, they'll tell you I I love them. I respect. I respect them. They're my queens. All of my queens.
2: Okay. You know this.
5: And when we bumping and grinding,
2: when you're what? When we
5: bumping, when we grinding.
2: I don't think you I should mean, be bumping and grinding with your interns.
5: No, it's all right. Cause see, that's part of the job description. You know, when you lady loves it, to, to, to the fans out there that listen to the show, you know, they wanna, they wanna have a little of that sex drive.
2: Is this a job in radio or We're, at a
5: fucking yeah, harem? You know, it's funny you, sh- you should mention that. You know, I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking about kind of expanding, um, maybe having more than one, but the station, you know, they, they got a budget constraint. You know, we, 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 don't, we can't pay that much in, in radio, you know, not for the... uh Beach, not for the beach, uh, for the for the females for the for the for the interns. You know what I'm saying? But, Sounds uh, like
2: you might have a budget problem with your sexual harassment lawsuits.
5: Hey, no, we don't talk about. Look, I need you to um, you dump that. You got a seven second delay. I need you to dump that. You know, this pending litigation. We don't talk about this here. Yeah.
2: Okay, well, we do, I will absolutely. You talk
5: about. All right, thank you. Not that do that. we talking about. Oh,
2: absolutely now. not do that.
5: Look, all the ladies listening right now out there, I know you want to be the new Lady Love Stick. <laughs> so I need you to go. You need to go to my Instagram. You need to find DJ Love Stick. And you need to remember that I do respect women. and I am a feminist. And I need to see I need to see what that ass do. And, and I need to see her. I, I need to I need to see all your pictures and, and I need to see videos too. and and, and um, if you want if you want you know send me a video of, of, of your voice or whatever it doesn't matter and we can see if you can be a co-host on the show.
2: Okay, you know what? That, that's horrible. K
5: Love. And
2: Goodbye, DJ Love Stick.
5: Sexy sex San Jose, California.
2: Stop it. Okay, I'm pretty sure that we can call this episode the one where Anissa barfs. Because, like, it's gonna happen if I hear one more disgusting, perverted thing.
3: Well, hey, look, if you don't like DJ Love Dick or whatever, um, good news, everybody, it's probably only a matter of time before he gets canceled.
2: I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the woke mafia, but I think I could live with that. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, And after all, And and here comes a segue for you. Mm. Even Pepe Le Pew from the Looney Tunes is finny. The Amorous Skunk is just the latest in a long list of cartoon characters to get the hook from the SJW crowd lately. Uh, But he's the first one to be canceled for contributing to rape culture.
2: I mean, I know that's exactly what I was thinking when I was a fucking five-year-old watching Pepe Le Pew. I mean... Gotta give them credit. They went there, didn't
3: they? You know? Yeah, like, that never occurred to me either when I'm a little kid watching Looney Tunes eating, like, a a bowl of sugar cereal. I was like, you know, I'm watching brutal sexual assaults here. I I just thought he was a creepy French guy. I just thought he had a big, big crush, you know? (laughs)
2: Well, (laughs) look, I mean, they probably didn't teach about rape in preschools back then when we were kids. How sad. I just (laughs) want to know this. So a cartoon skunk getting a little grabby with a cartoon cat. We've got to take that off TV immediately because we all know that's not how animals get it on in the animal kingdom at mm. all. Um, it's literal rape. <laughs> so, I mean, am I following this or what?
3: I mean, more or less. Um, it wasn't TV. Well, was, uh, Maybe. Maybe it will be. I don't know. They, they pulled him from the new Space Jam sequel.
2: Okay. Um, so tell riddle me this. They can't put him in Space Jam. But President Joe is the president.
3: I mean and you make a good point.
2: Creepy Joe. Yeah. I mean,
3: Moron Joe. You know what? You know what? Forget about those Dominion machines. You know, forget about those affidavits. Forget about Sidney Powell. Let's just take all that footage of Biden sniffing and rubbing on those little girls and splice it into like a, a Disney film or something. Yeah. And just be like, hey, look, we found some evidence. We, 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 we found, we got to cancel this guy. Yeah, we found we gone some rape overnight. culture.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw something else about the new Space Jam movie, and I've got to say, kind of creepy. Apparently, a bunch of people on the internet are angry that Lola Bunny has been desexualized.
3: The cartoon bunny rabbit Mm-hmm. in a kid's movie.
2: Right, 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 right. They don't like her redesign. They say her clothes are too baggy. They want her crop top back. She's not sexy enough. Who
3: the fuck is watching <laughs> Space Jam for the sexy cartoons? Like, isn't it like a, a G-rated, like maybe PG-rated? Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, I mean, I, I literally don't know. Like, I don't know about putting people on lists and stuff. Like, I'm usually pretty, like, against that.
2: Right, right, right.
3: But maybe these are some people that should be on a fucking list.
2: You know, I, I have to agree with you there. I mean, one guy even went on Twitter and said he punched a hole in his wall because she doesn't have big enough boobs now. So, yeah, definitely list material.
3: Okay, if you're in the audience and you're thinking, hey, why are they talking about me? Stop. Get some help. this isn't normal.
2: No, it is not. <laughs> now, wait a minute. but what did you just say?
3: Well, I, I mean, I said that wanting wanting to fuck Lola bunny from the Toon squad isn't normal because it isn't.
2: Oh my God, you better watch yourself. You just said normal.
3: What? I feel like this is a bit that I'm not aware of.
2: Right, right, right. Well, apparently you haven't heard, so let me just clue you in right now. The word normal is also canceled.
3: Honestly, at this point, I'm not surprised. I mean, these freak shows have been trying to cancel normality for years. I mean, this this is just the the logical endpoint of this.
2: Oh, this is far from the end point, my friend. And everybody knows if you ban a word, that means the thing it describes no longer exists, so.
3: Especially an abstract concept. Yep. That's a, a regular idea. Very ordinary.
2: Yep. (laughs) Next I'll ban synonyms so watch out. (laughs) To be fair it's not a universal cancellation yet, not the Dr. Seuss treatment or anything, but skincare corporation Unilever did make headlines last week with their announcement that they would be dropping the word normal from all packaging and advertising after 70% of people in a survey said that the word had a negative effect and the beauty industry needs to be more inclusive. In a further effort to be inclusive, they vowed to ban and all digital alterations to body shape, size, proportion, and skin color in TV commercials, print advertising, and product
3: images. Okay, shouldn't they just get rid of the? I mean, if you're if you're going by this survey, which I'm sure isn't doctored at all, you know, <laughs> I'm sure that this is what seventy percent of people actually believe. Um, but I mean, shouldn't they just get rid of the beauty industry altogether? I mean, you know, what's makeup? What's lipstick? What's blush? You know, that's that seems like a, an attempt to change the way you look and that's even worse than than digitally that's trying to change it in the third dimension you know I, I dare say you're trying to change to look more normal
2: oh i'm sure it's only a matter of time before they come out with gender neutral products that don't do anything at all
3: yeah you can you imagine just like it's like lipstick but it's just like clear it's just like, like, it's just like a powder that, that has no, like, pigmentation or anything. We'll
2: all be like those, like, 10-year-old girls in our class whose dads didn't allow them to wear makeup, and we'll be using, like, Vaseline as mascara and lip gloss, and... I
3: actually hope they do this, just because I want to see a bunch of these, you know, these, these SJW idiots spending, like, I, I hope it costs, like, a hundred bucks a bottle, you know, for the, for the socially acceptable, you know, accepted, uh, products that, you know, that aren't hateful aren't racist, you know, but they'll do anything. I I, I can't wait. To be
2: fair, though, to be fair, certain people will still be able to buy makeup as we know it today.
3: Politicians.
2: (laughs) Not quite. Who? I I don't know. Figure it out. Who likes to wear makeup and people cheer for it, even though it's,
3: Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We we know. (laughs) Um, Anyway, speaking of canceling words, uh, you will not believe it. Like you will not believe this story out of Australia. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not even, I'm not even going to try to put my own spin on it. I'm just going to read it straight from the source because it's so unbelievable that, uh, all right. So this is from the Australian. Um, So quote, in an effort to protect the feelings of pedophiles, Journalists in Tasmania have been instructed to avoid calling those who abuse children pedophiles, as this is believed to marginalize those Who have the condition of pedophilia. The
2: condition of pedophilia? The fucking condition of pedophilia? It's a condition now. I'm pretty sure that they're just like fucking predators. They're fucking, there's something wrong with them. Like, they're evil. I mean, those, that's whose feelings we're worried about? The child rapist? Really? Like, I'm pretty sure John Binet is fucking rolling in her grave right now.
3: It's a brave new world, folks.
2: I mean, didn't these people see Elizabeth Smart get kidnapped on TV and now we're taking the fucking psychopath side? Are you kidding me? There used to be a few things in this world that we could all just universally agree on.
3: Yeah, not anymore. You know, pedophilia is a partisan issue now. You know, like, 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 like now if you say that, you know, I don't think it's right for grown men to, you know, creepily follow a little girl into the bathroom and, and say she's uh, kinky. They were like, "Oh, you're canceled. I'm going to take you off. The, I'm going to take you off of Twitter, and, and probably look for a way to put you in jail."
2: Honestly, we're probably getting to the point now, folks, where like if your kid gets kidnapped, if your kid gets abused, if your kid is the one that is on the news, I mean, you're not going to be able to go on the news and beg for them to come back because I mean, we're going to probably just have to let the pedophiles have them. Yeah, because I mean, that's their right. They have a condition, so I mean, if that's your their kid, truth. If your kid gets taken. You know, you can't be asking for your kid back. That's yeah. their property. They need that.
3: Love, love wins. Is that isn't that the phrase? Hashtag love wins. That's what they're going to say when 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 they take your kid and drag him into a basement somewhere.
2: Honestly, at this point, I don't think you should let your kids leave your house.
3: Yeah, I I I, may, I agree with that. And Jesus, I mean, if 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 we're not supposed to call child abusers pedophiles, what are we supposed to call them?
2: Uh, demonic fuckwits. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of names that I could think for them that. Probably not appropriate even for this very internet informal forum. I'll but, just go with the
3: presidential for now.
2: Okay, yeah. let's <laughs> just move on to another topic. So this story is out of Baltimore, Maryland, where a mother of a high school student has come forward to expose the unbelievable state of the city's school district. Her 17-year-old son has passed only three classes in four years. He has a .13 grade point average. He was later absent nearly 300 school days in his first three years of high school, and he ranks near the top half of his class.
3: Hey, you know, to be fair, you know, I bet he's at the top half of his class when it comes to selling dope, uh, armed robbery, hoes. All right.
2: Well, you know, it, it's funny, but it's sad, really. I mean, they've left these kids out to dry. Apparently, the entire time this is happening, this poor mother never even knew that her kid was flunking out. The school did not call. They didn't do a parent-teacher conference. They didn't send any letters. He was ranked 62 out of 120 in the class.
3: I mean, at some point, you gotta stop ranking him, right? Like, like, <laughs> like, all right, like, um, let's see, you've gotten. It's like that old Simpsons episode. This is like a really old Simpsons episode, but like Bart gets a D minus, and it's like the best grade he's ever gotten. And he goes running home to like tell his family, he's like, I got a D minus, I got a D And he's like so excited, so proud to tell him, because he gets Fs every time. Like, if 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 you've gotten 3d minuses in 4 years and that's good to beat out half the class because nobody else even steps foot in the class it, it, or it, on school grounds apparently like at, at some point it's like it's not even about it's not even about the the, the rank anymore it's no, about it's the fucking not. the rank state of the school but it, it the, really, the damn parents like i i don't have any sympathy for the parents yet. that's true it's like they, they can't just be like oh how how's i supposed to know they never they never told me I don't know. Pay attention to your fucking kid.
2: Maybe read a report card every once in a Jeez. while.
3: Like, like they're living in your house, assumably, right?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> like I he's doing know. something. I'm I'm pretty sure he's he's getting into some kind of trouble in Baltimore. I've seen the wire. I. <laughs> I know what he's doing, <laughs> Snoop. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, how how much do you want to bet that, that the people in that school district voted overwhelmingly for Moron Joe, too? Like, they, they probably voted, like, three or four times each for that asshole.
2: And their votes have to count just as much as ours. Oh, oh
3: God. Not even getting into their dead relatives, either.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Uh, anyway, speaking of, uh, final story of the day... Um, well, let's stay in Baltimore. Uh, um, where a prominent local activist is taking on the city's staggeringly high murder rate. And it's quite simple, really. Uh, he thinks the city should pay killers not to kill people.
4: Huh. So,
2: this is like an unprompted hostage situation?
3: Um. I mean, that's not how he framed it, but... <laughs> so in a, in an interview with Fox 45 Baltimore, he said, quote, I've seen the shooters. I know who they are. I can relate to the shooters. Guess what they want? They want money.
4: Well, I mean, this isn't
2: revolutionary thought here. I mean, who doesn't want money?
3: Uh, well, I mean, who, who, hey, yeah, who doesn't want money? But Well, apparently... um." <laughs> You're in the wrong place if you want money. Just go to Baltimore. I mean, how hard is it? Just go to Baltimore, shoot a few people, and then, you know, how's the saying go? Uh, next step, profit. Just, just wait.
2: Okay. Uh, you know what? I can't <laughs> believe I'm going to give this serious consideration, but just, just spit spitting off here. um, What happens when the cold-blooded murderers realize that they can just extort the city for tax money by threatening to kill people? Did he really think this through at
3: all? I'm guessing not. So you're thinking like a pirate situation. (laughs) Like a modern day piracy situation.
2: Yeah, basically. Oh, man. Like Vikings or some (laughs) shit. Like... We're going to rape and pillage your city unless you give us $18 million.
3: I'm guessing this guy went to one of those Baltimore city schools. He might have actually been in the bottom half of the class. You think? <laughs> um, yeah, before his, uh, this particular big plan, this guy's last campaign, this was a really ambitious campaign. Uh, it was to spray paint a bunch of no-shoot zones all over the city.
2: Isn't everywhere a no shoot zone?
3: Well, apparently you've never been to Baltimore.
2: Well, thank God. I mean these <laughs> days, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the mayor takes him up on it.
3: You know, it's funny you should mention that. Uh, Baltimore's actually, I just saw this Baltimore is on a run now. They they're on a streak. Let's go streaking, everybody. Uh, Baltimore's had three criminal mayors in a row, like legit Criminal mayors, like kicked out of the office for for committing crimes. So, I mean, you're probably right.
2: <laughs> what the fuck is happening in Baltimore?
3: I, it's I, it's it's a dump. Um, yeah. And speaking of the wire, yeah. I mean, it makes me wish they were still on TV. They would ha- they would absolutely have a field day with this. shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I'm starting to wish that we could burn this city to the ground and start over.
3: Well. I mean, give, uh, give them a week. Give him give a couple of weeks. Uh, they got that George Floyd trial going on right now. Just uh, just wait until the guy gets acquitted. Fingers I, I, crossed. I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of cities burn to the ground. Oh. <laughs> this summer, I think we're going to see a lot of cities Missed burn. Missed
2: opportunity last year, folks. <sighs>
3: well, I mean, they did it, too. <laughs> they did it then, too. Anyway, because this is going to No, I just meant good.
2: Baltimore, specifically.
3: Oh, yeah. Right. They wouldn't be able to tell the difference.
2: Yeah, Well, that's probably yeah. fair.
3: Anyway, well <laughs> We're getting another call. They've been ringing in for a while. So.
2: Oh, right. Every time. Every time. Fine. I'll pick it up. Hello, area code 412. You're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from.
6: It is I, the Steel City Enforcer, from the gang of good guys. Okay. We're doing this and, again. And I'm from this I'm from the Steel City. Uh, you, you know what that is? Uh, Pittsburgh much better than Baltimore.
2: (laughs) Right, 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 right. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's really a bragging point. I mean, it seems like anywhere would be much better than Baltimore, but sure.
6: Well, well, that's where we're, we're going right now. We're on our way to Baltimore in the Good Guys Gang of Good Guys Mobile. And I'm here with my trusted sidekick and my companion, the Southwater Berserker. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me give him the phone. Hey, hey, it's me, the Southwater Berserker. And I, I'm from over the place. but anyway, I'm, I'm
4: here with the, with that beast, and I've got a gun. <laughs> Wait, what? Why do you have a gun? You know what, never mind. How the hell do you
2: have a gun? Last time I spoke to you, I'm pretty sure you were just assaulting people blatantly in a mall or something.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got a, I got a gun because we're, we're going to Baltimore. We're going to the family and the beast. And we're, to, we're, we're really on a big mission now. We're, 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 this, is, this is superhero shit. This is, a, this, is a, this is a... The cops can't do what we're doing. This is superhero shit.
6: Huh. Sounds more like a psycho phone. shit, but yeah, will will I'll, he, he gets a little bit, he gets a little out of control.
4: Yeah,
6: yeah. Yeah, we're on our way down there to 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 Baltimore. We're gonna we're gonna clean the city up. We're gonna clean the blood off the streets
2: with a gun.
6: Yeah, uh, yeah. We you know it's isn't the sort of city where you can just go down there with a the taser. It's in the city where you can just go down there with the billy club, you know. This is the, the, the city where you, you you gotta go down there with some steel. You, you gotta be you gotta be quick with the steel. <laughs> so I've got a gun too. Uh-huh,
4: uh-huh.
2: Okay. Well, um, uh, what are you
6: do you plan to? Tell her gonna... about how we're gonna start killing people. Oh, we'll get to that. Wait, what? We'll get to that. No. Oh, uh, he, to get he that, just no. wanted me to tell you about. Oh, we've got a plan. We've got a plan. Don't you worry.
2: Well, tell us what it is. I mean, you called into our show. Tell us what your giant plan is.
6: Oh, uh, well, you were actually just talking about it. (laughs) What? Well, we're going to Baltimore uh, to uh, take advantage of a little
4: situation. (laughs) You're going to extort the city of Baltimore. (laughs) See, so in Baltimore, they are gonna start paying your money if you stop killing people. <laughs> so right. So we're gonna start. Yeah, we're gonna start killing people. Wait, so you're going on a murder vacation? and <laughs> no, we're gonna kill bad people. See, we're gonna, we're gonna cruise around. and We're gonna find people that are down there, you know, spreading germs. You know, you, you're you supposed to wear a mask. Germs. You're supposed to wear a mask in Maryland. You're supposed to social distance in Maryland, we're gonna find people that, you know, you walk into a store, they don't have a mask on, they think they're, uh, you know, they think they're the low-ranger, we're gonna blow their heads off! <laughs> well that's, it's just... We're, we're gonna keep the streets safe! <laughs> I really
2: don't think that's what I would describe it as.
6: We're going to clean up Baltimore, we're gonna, we're gonna cure COVID! And we're gonna collect the reward at the same time.
2: You're gonna murder <laughs> people and export the city to stop murdering.
6: No, it, we're just, look, we're just taking advantage of the rules. So they're going to pay us to stop. But how can they pay us to stop if we don't start?
4: Hmm.
2: You know what? Honestly,
6: hmm? I, you I'm
2: just. I, I you can't. Have I can't endorse this. Oh, you understand. I cannot endorse this. However, I do love the idea of you two psychopaths staying in Baltimore forever.
6: So... And, 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 and when, when we go there, I mean, we, we, if we have to start, why not start with people who are the most dangerous to the public safety? Hmm?
2: You know, I'm not I'm not gonna argue with you guys over a freaking mask. Yeah, yeah, she can't
4: argue. He can't argue because he knows we're right. No the, the coronavirus spreaders, they're the ones that are killing everybody. They're walking around getting everybody sick, they're coughing. I you know, I caught the coronavirus one time. It was really bad. I had a cold and everything. Yeah, but you know, hey to it was, it was, it was shitty. I, I, I was sick for
6: like two days. So, yeah, I, so we gotta start killing these people. Okay, you Exactly, Exactly, no, exactly.
2: Good point. I just, I, you know, I hope, I don't say this often, but are, are you guys, you're driving up there, right?
6: Yes, yes, yes. We're almost, we're almost to the Maryland state line. We're almost there. Perfect. And we can't wait. We're oh. gonna start blowing people away. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> we are the gang of- Good (laughs) guy! Okay,
2: well, I hope you die in a car fire. Goodbye. Okay, well, I think think we're starting to see how this is all going to play out.
3: Hey, you know, there couldn't be... I I couldn't think of two better people to test this out than those guys. Yeah. I (laughs) have they've basically been doing it in in their own own towns for, uh, for the past year.
2: I'm starting to think the Purge movie was predictive programming. Oh,
3: boy. Um... Well, with that said, um, it's been fun. See you guys next week.
2: Hide your kids. Hide your wife. God only knows what the fuck's going on out there. See you next week, folks.
3: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.